0: the first McLaren fans cast of 2021. Um, We're recording this straight after the McLaren MCL35M car launch. And uh, yeah, we're going to talk a little bit about that. Um, Our regular uh, listeners to the podcast might have noticed that we've got some quite smart jingly music to sort of lead us in now. Sarah. Tell us a little bit more about that.
1: Yes, our uh, our intro music has been written for us by our good friend Nikki, who you can find on Twitter at life underscore of underscore Nixie with a K. She's also uh, streaming on Twitch quite often, and you might want to get involved with that. Um, I believe her ID there is Nikki S Pianist. Have to be careful how we say that one. Yeah, there's a reason um, but, I'm not but, saying it exactly. Yes. Yeah, you need to be careful to pronounce pianist carefully. Um, yes. but but not to negate from Nikki's talents. Um she's she's done the music for us and you can catch her online, so give her a look, everybody. Yes, she is very, very good at pianos and uh when you uh, Good at pianos.
0: Good at pianos. And um <laughs> yeah, uh if you go on to her Twitter, I think she's she's got a video of her playing the uh, theme from the F1 uh, on there. And it's really good. Right, let's crack on. What a day. Car launch. Let's Always go.
1: exciting. Always exciting. exciting.
0: However, this year, slightly different to what we normally do. Uh, normally, I guess they've normally got people in their press, some fans, other things like that. Um, uh, but this year it was an online event. And I've got to say, it, um, after watching it, I think they did brilliantly. I think they did fantastic with it. Uh, to see all of the fans on the big screen, I think there was 200 fans or more on there. Yeah, um, 200 actually,
1: from all over the world.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that actually made it uh, quite a spectacle, um, and it was it was good to see
1: some familiar faces on there and some new ones as well. Yeah, definitely. It was quite interesting to see we got some people asking questions from uh, from different places all over the globe. The team had really gone to town to make sure we felt that the fan base was global and that everyone was included, which is the best they can do at this time with the COVID situation, isn't it, Andy? Oh, yeah,
0: absolutely. I think, you know, there's, there's certainly... Uh, you know, for something like this, um, certainly the opportunity to bring fans in from elsewhere and, uh, you know, give give them a little bit of uh, time and stuff like that. And, yeah, there were some good questions. And uh, uh, it, was quite, it was quite good fun to see uh, sort of some of the videos and everything else like that. So, yeah, I, I thought it was great get the fans involved. Um, if they do other things this year, I hope maybe they do the same sort of thing again, you know, Maybe even have that sort of same setup in the sort of garage or the something hospitality or something like that before one of the races. That would be pretty cool. Um, and yeah, you know, I, I, I think, um, I think yeah, I think that would work really well, actually.
1: Yeah, I think so. I think so. It makes people feel involved, and I think this this will lead nicely to the fact that the team are promoting the the team stream. I've got the name correct there, haven't I?
0: Um Team stream is it or slipstream slipstream
1: yeah right um i know I know that's part of not only getting partners more involved but getting fans more involved as well um so so yeah, hopefully we'll see more things like that certainly you've got to be uh, have a bit of initiative this year to try and involve everyone and yeah um i won't i won't lie i'm I'm very lucky, and you are very lucky andy, and there's a lot of us that are very lucky that we get invented invited into m t c um to go to launches and we have been in the past uh, and I was just so disappointed not to catch up with you all this year and go there but I think they've done the best they could in that situation added a bit of razzmatazz you know the idea that Lando and uh and Danny had, had spent a day at a studio practicing the drums a bit like the uh the gorilla out of the Cadbury's advert I thought was quite good yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um yeah well b- before we get on to that video let's have a quick chat about the first video that we saw, which was kind of the the heritage history video. um I don't know about you, but always to to see anything to do with Bruce McLaren or hear him talk always kind of fills me up with you know some a bit of pride, gives me the goosebumps hair stand up on the back of my neck, and if anyone knows me, that's the only place I've got hair on my head. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Um, yes. <laughs> you know, it's uh, it's uh, you know I thought that was a really nice intro video. It reminded me a little bit about the the 50 years of McLaren one that was done a few years back. it's had yeah, the same yeah. sort of fire, sort of vibe to it, and everything else like that. So, um,
1: yeah, I think it's uh, it's important when you're a McLaren fan or when you work at McLaren to remember the tie into the heritage. Heritage is such a big part of this you know they're not a new team they have been around for a long time and and there's a history there and and they're building on that history day by day with everything they do so those type of videos and that that type of content that they provide to us where we link today with the heritage they're just they're just brilliant they really are
0: yeah and um yeah and it was obviously um uh you know obviously a bit of bruce but linked with a bit of modern day stuff in there as well it was good to see some yeah. of the footage from last year, um, some of the excitement, seeing the, you know Lando getting the, the podium, and um, uh, for for me also to see the guys in the garage, you know celebrating again and stuff like that. I, I know we always tweet the same GIF and everything else like that with it on, but it's um, it was really good to see, and you know kind of set up the the evening and the show quite nicely, I think.
1: Yeah, I believe they they shared that video first thing this morning as well. So I felt that that, that really did wet people's appetites at the start of the day. Yeah. And throughout the day, the content feed really did build up to this evening. So, yeah, great effort from the team. Yeah, uh,
0: and we know these things are not just planned in two minutes. These take months of planning and organisation. And certainly in the current times, it's probably been a lot harder than usual. So um, literally hats off to everybody at McLaren (laughs) who've who've actually put this together and done such a cracking job so yeah um, well done everyone there so let's get on to um, obviously then we had the drivers turn up in some nice shiny McLaren sports cars Uh, did did you you notice I was just about to say that it (laughs) was really I was like
1: Ah yeah
0: DR3 yeah Nice. Okay. Right. Yes. yeah attention nice to talk.
1: detail <laughs> it is yeah
0: yeah yeah um yeah i mean that was that was pretty good i mean uh, yeah uh i guess driving those down the boulevard and then parking up um but then I obviously don't think,
1: i don't think ron would have been very happy with that though no. <laughs> he's
0: probably sat at home now having a really stiff whiskey isn't he a glass of Johnny Walker or whatever it was Uh, but yeah um, I mean it's quite funny isn't it because we're going to touch on this a little bit later but certainly um, I I think a lot of the things that are happening these days in the team wouldn't have happened around the time when Ron was there just for the expressionism and creativity and everything else like that it does feel like the shackles were taken off a little bit and they're now people that have been probably been there a while are now really expressing themselves and doing a cracking job. Um, yeah. it's yep. really good to see. So yeah. Uh, and Daniel in papaya. Well, he looks good in it. He? he does look good. Yeah.
1: He? I think, um, uh, Natalie did say that as well. She said it brought out the color of his skin and made him look all lovely. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I liked, I liked Daniel in papaya. I also particularly like Merch Link Alert, Merch Link. I yeah. particularly like the zip-up sweatshirts that they're wearing. You could yes. call them a cardigan of types. Um, these were worn by the team last year and were not available to buy. So again, I will start my appeal to make these available. I don't want to wear a hoodie all the time. Give me a zip-up cardie any day of the week.
0: Yeah, I've, I'm totally with you on that. I think uh, I love wearing my hoodies, but I actually think it's a really nice, smart piece of kit. It is, It would be yeah. really nice to actually sort of have them on the store available for fans to buy. Um, totally. I know, I know we had a, a quarter zip that was very similar to it last year. Um, but, yeah, let's uh, – uh, we'll talk about the kit a little bit later and maybe get into that as well. Um, so, yeah, so there was – before we actually got to see the car, there was um, obviously some questions with the guys and stuff like that. Uh, and then we went on to um, uh, another video piece, which was uh, basically their day in a studio uh, playing instruments, well, and singing. Yeah, try, uh, trying, <laughs> trying, trying. Yeah, yeah, I certainly hope they drive better than they sing. Uh, you know, I think it's a. It was it was a fun piece, but I think it, that you know, I think everybody was just waiting to see the car as well at that point. But um yeah, I, I think uh, it's, it felt like there's was a bit that was done more of like a Sky Sports skit that they do sometimes and stuff like that. Um, yep, so I, 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 just tied I agree with you um, rather than a McLaren was... thing.
1: It's, again, you know, coming back to what we've already said, when when you've not got a car rotating on a plinth in front of you, you've got to fill up that half an hour, haven't you? Yeah. And, yeah, you know, this is our first opportunity to see the two of them out and about together with their masks on, of course. Um, I don't think they've got another career with a singing career anywhere for them lined up, but, uh, you know, it, it was a fun piece but were you like me thinking come on show me the car show me the car because at that point I was I was getting a bit show me the car I was
0: Um, I was was definitely a bit show me the car I was also when you know I was waiting for Dan to sort of bust out some big raps or something like that and kind of just (laughs) you know really express himself but he looked a little bit kind of still a little bit nervous around the team I think maybe it's like you know his first few times that he's met people and stuff like that and I would expect him to sort of loosen up in some of these videos a further down the line. Um, yeah. Maybe, you know, when you know when, when we can do a lot more things with a lot more people, uh, yeah. hopefully later in the year, uh, he'll be able to express himself a little bit more, I guess. But, yeah, certainly. Um, but as somebody who plays musical instruments badly myself,
1: um, I thought they did a great job. <laughs> I thought Daniel did a very good job with the, the tambourine. Yeah. Um, I, I, I think Lando did a very good job with the triangle. <laughs> <laughs> he, to, be, to be fair, he wasn't so bad on the guitar as well. He actually no, had was, the chords pretty right. Yeah, yeah. And, um,
0: yeah, yeah. and uh, yeah, it's not an easy instrument to just pick up and play. So, yeah, he did pretty well. But, um, yeah, interesting that he's gone and bought some drums. So, if you live in walking. And your next daughter, Lando Norris, I reckon you should go and buy some noise-cancelling headphones pretty
1: soon. Yes, yes. Mind you, he'll he'll be away soon. Race is coming, so uh, they might be a drum kit that's still in its packaging, I would imagine.
0: Yeah, who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Well, maybe he's been kind and bought some electronic ones where you can put headphones on. So, yes, very good point. Yeah, so uh, then we got on to um, a few more sort of uh, questions and stuff like that, and we had um, we had a question from Lando's ex-engineer from 2014, I think it was. Yes. Um, so, yeah, I wonder if uh, I wonder if Velcro instead of seatbelts is the new way that people are getting strapped into cars. Um <laughs>
1: It just made me think of those those things that you used to see at outside events where you had a bouncy castle and somebody ran up and they went on the springboard and they bounced and threw themselves at a wall oh, with yeah, Velcro like on it. a big Velcro
0: suit on sort of thing. Yeah, 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 that's
1: now how I imagine Lando getting in the car, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's what the new VS suits are made of, so they can yes. sit in the seatbelt. So, yeah, so after all of that, uh, we then got to see the car. Um, we got a, so, a reveal. So We got a reveal, but I've
1: got to be honest. I've got to be yeah. honest. I was expecting the car to be at MTC. I didn't think it would have gone to Silverstone already. I thought they would have had it there to show us. And then it would have been loaded up and driven off tonight to get there for tomorrow morning. Um, yeah. So a little tiny bit disappointed we didn't get to see the car in front of us. I know you read a lot of journalists say that that's not, you know, it's lip service and it won't resemble the car that you see. But as a fan, I like seeing the real car there. Yeah. Um, but hey, it's going to be at Silverstone tomorrow, so hopefully lots of, lots of photos will be taken and lots of content will be shared. Yes, I hope so. I hope we can see some of that and see what it looks like.
0: Um, I mean, first thing that sort of struck me was that they've kept a very sort of the same sort of branding the same sort of look on the car which given that it's just a kind of tweak to last year's car i can see why in in some respects, um the first thing
1: i noticed was the blue outline around the nose on the the front wing it's the first thing i saw i thought oh blue line (laughs) <laughs> yeah. And then I went and looked at a picture of last year's car to check that I was right that it didn't have a blue line on it last year. Um but that was that was the first thing that stood out to me when I looked at it.
0: Yeah, yeah, I mean, there's a few other bits and pieces as well. Um I think the most striking thing for me was there was no Mercedes logo on, no. the, on the car. Now I don't know whether that's just until we race or what, but yeah, it seemed a bit strange. Um, or at least even an AMG one or something like that, depending on how they do it. But um, given that there wasn't any on any of the merch and there wasn't any on any of the driver's stuff today, I wonder if there's uh, a deal where the part of the deal is that we don't have that logo on the on stuff.
1: Well, um, to quote John Noble, who's, who's put an article out a little while before we started recording this, he says that McLaren have explained that the absence is down to the outfit having a purely customer relationship with Mercedes, and that does not extend as far as a marketing deal. Right. Um, so that's, that's the quote that, that McLaren have put out today. Um, so, yeah, so that's why there's no logos on things. There was so, obviously more, more to having Mercedes as our engine supplier in the past years than, than fans on the outside like ourselves yeah. would have realised. So here's
0: a question for you. But yeah. we might not be able to answer. I'm sure somebody out there will know. But when was the last time we didn't have an engine manufacturer on the side of our cars? Must be back in the 70s. It's
1: got to be. I'm just thinking. I don't know. I'm trying to think about when was the year when the team kit, when we all bought the Gillet that just said McLaren on it and it didn't have Honda and uh, it didn't that- have.
0: Yeah, that was the that was the last year of Mercedes.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but that still had a Mercedes some yeah badge on it. So um, but yeah the, the, the car, the silver car had Mercedes on it still.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, so I think they've all had some engine signage on it somewhere. Even if you go back to the you know when we had Peugeot, Ford so all I can think and I'm not sure here but maybe around the time of when we had sort of James Hunt and Fittipaldi and stuff like that around that time maybe because teams didn't kind of do that and they didn't really have sponsors back then too much maybe that's when we was the last time somebody out there please let us know maybe we'll uh, we'll stick that question out on Twitter later
1: yeah yeah that'd be a good one to share with everybody yeah so, um, so I guess next on the on the launch the launch plan, uh, there was a nice nice piece with James Key that I particularly enjoyed, and I, I would imagine you probably did as well, Andy. Oh,
0: I was um, in the in the in the bear. Yeah, I thought yeah. that was
1: a really good piece where it was. they talked through the elements of the car with the drivers.
0: Yeah, yeah. and you know, there's there's some nice sort of bits on there. There's a couple of things that really struck me when we started to look at the car a little bit up close. And uh, after the event, I've had a look at some of the pictures and there's been some comparisons out there. But the the Coke bottle that we call it at the back, I yep. can't believe how skinny it is compared to the Renault when we had yeah. that. Now, if we go back a few years ago, and uh, when Dieter Rong was in charge... And we always talked about having sort of zero, size,
1: zero. size
0: yeah. zero. Maybe we finally got there.
1: Well, I think I think you've got two things at play here. And if I've got this wrong, please tweet in and correct me, everybody. But I believe not only is this to do with the fact that we've adopted the Mercedes engine, but the the regulations would this year make sure that, I think James Key said it himself, the, the rear corner is unique to 2021 at the back of the car. There's less floor at the back. The brake ducts are narrower. It tapers backwards. It's it's that size. So could it be that we're expecting everybody to be that much? Possibly. More size zero at the back, and we're just the first car out? It's a good
0: point. We, I guess we'll see. Um, but certainly, looking yeah. at it against last year's Renault, there's a huge difference in size around where the engine yeah. yeah. Certainly... Um, the the floor is more shaped as well because of yeah. the regulations. Um, interesting that our nose shape is different as well. Now we've now got the. I'm going to use the word the Mercedes rounded nose. Uh, <laughs> uh, yes, <laughs> um, and also the 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 airbox is very different to last year, or yeah. or different to the launch car of last year. Um, so I think there's you know there's there's quite a few changes there, but from my understanding there's there's a lot of more subtle changes underneath. Like you say, yeah. the, the true the true thing is when we get to testing, when we get to track against everyone else, where are we then? Um and you know, I I I don't think we're gonna go out and set the world alight straight away, but it's a it's a massive project over this year, isn't it? You know?
1: You never know. You never know. I always think of 2009, and you never well, know what's going to happen.
0: Yeah, I mean that was crazy when. when um, <laughs> but yes,
1: let, let's
0: see. Let's see what happens. I think.
1: Um, I think the filming day at is quite important because, although they're only limited to I think it's 100 kilometres, isn't it? Um, yeah. This is the first moment that the team will see if what they've looked at in the dyno matches reality with the car on track. Yeah. I think it will give them first indications. So that'll be interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, they probably won't share that with us, but, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: I, I think I think that's it, you know. Um, we, we'll see tomorrow. I mean, it'll, let's, let's hope it looks fast. Let's, that's what we want from a filming day, isn't it? You want it to look yes. fast on, on film, so,
1: yeah. Yes, indeed so. Um,
0: and interesting as well, um, pretty much all of the sponsors from last year are still on there. Yep. on the back, dark trace. Um I think the Gulf logo placement is a lot nicer this year as well. Yep. Um so yeah, but there's a there's a lot of space on that rear wing for some more. So
1: Okay, yeah, I see I see where you're going with this, Andy. There's always yeah. room for more. There's always room
0: yeah. for more. Yeah, maybe uh, maybe McLaren Fun podcast can up a sticker on the side <laughs> of the car
1: what, what do you reckon for 500 quid they might let us uh, stick our name on the back of the car
0: yeah hopefully um yeah maybe we should crowdfund it <laughs> right um anything else do you want to talk about on the launch
1: uh i was just going to add there that um uh, that in something i read earlier uh mcclellan were quoted as saying that we have a strong portfolio of more than 40 committed partners at our side uh so i guess you know we should count count the count the names on the car but certainly there's there's a lot of people backing us at the moment which is interesting okay. to see
0: yeah i think the strategy of not having one big sponsor and many um sort of partners is is working quite well i think there's certainly Most a, definitely You know, obviously, when when it all changed around a few years ago, oh, the car looks bad. There's nothing on there, but you know, it was the start of acquiring partners and sponsors in that sort of manner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So, shall we move on to team kit?
1: Let's let's move on to team kit. I know that's always your favourite day of the year, Mr. Donnelly. It
0: is like Christmas for me. Um, I love it. (laughs) um i've i've got quite a bit of team kit going all the way back to um mid 2000s even a little bit earlier some of it um you could kind of almost call me obsessed
1: but there you go (laughs) Um, I I have been away with Andy and he's actually used the phrase I better buy something to wear that isn't team kit to take with me. So uh, I'm sure, I'm sure ladies and gentlemen that um, Andy will share some pictures of all of his team kit on the McLaren fans podcast Twitter account for you all
0: to see. I will definitely do that. Um, Yeah, I'll I'll pop pop some up over the next few days so people can have a look. Um, So I think the first thing that kind of, well, a couple of things that got me were, it looks very much like last year's kit, without a Renault logo and without a Merck logo. Yes, and yes. I think that as somebody who buys quite a lot of team kit, there was, I was kind of thinking, I expected something slightly different, to be honest. However, on the flip of that, the actual driver's stuff and the lifestyle stuff that they've come out with this year, it's probably the best I've seen for a good 10, yes. 15 years um, of Team Kit coming out. It's the, the, the hoodies, the um, the T-shirts, the race, uh, the driver's um, race shirts, the blue ones look really yeah. smart. They do look really, really smart. So um, while I'm a little bit disappointed on one, on one side, on the other side, I'm like, some of this driver stuff is really nice, really neat. And looks very, very smart. Um, and not only that, there's, there's a ton of it. Um,
1: there is I think indeed. there's
0: probably going to be even more coming out during the season and stuff like that. Um, so I think, yeah, I think while the, the sort of team where part of it is very familiar from last year, um, there are other sides of the merch there that's really, really nice.
1: Yeah. I really liked the driver shirts coming in different colors. Um, I liked the blue ones. I particularly liked the, uh, the team polo in black, but unfortunately that didn't go up to my size. Um, so I couldn't order that one. Listen up McLaren. I wanted a black shirt and it wasn't there. That was, that was 70 quid I could have spent there. Um, but yeah, I did, I did particularly like the different colors of shirts and I really liked some of the Danny Rick stuff. The, uh, what they call the Australia cap and yeah. the hoodie in the same colour as that were very nice.
0: Yeah, they look, they look really nice. I was, I was quite impressed with them. And I think there'll be, you know, when we come round to some of the races, there'll be stuff really released for Lando and stuff like that. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. So I'm on one side, while I was slightly disappointed, I'm quite excited to see what else comes out. And, yeah. um, you know, I think we'll, we'll have some really nice merch this year. Uh, I was, uh, normally one of the things I always buy, straight away, one of my favourite pieces of kit, is like the team sweatshirt or, or whatever. Uh, last year it was like a quarter zip with the papaya top and the dark bottom, um, and I believe this year it's probably going to be what the drivers were wearing in the launch, which was like the full zip, soft Shelly type thing.
1: Oh, I and hope I, so.
0: I really hope they bring that out. Because it looked really nice, uh, and I I would definitely buy one of
1: them. Um, Most definitely. Now, when they were wearing those last year, Andy, the that that particular item was made out of sweatshirt material, um, right. and I know this because I got quite close to Lando when he was wearing one at testing. Uh, nothing untoward happened, but I could definitely see <laughs> that uh, it wasn't it wasn't soft shell material. It was sweatshirt yeah. material, right? Um, and. And let's face it, I don't want to sit around the house in a in a soft-shell jacket. That's more of a going-out yeah. jacket for me. So so that would be perfect if they released that to us. Um, yeah, like
0: something that, you know, you're at a race, it's about four o'clock, the sun's going down, you want to just kind of put something on and just take the chill out. Perfect.
1: Yeah. Or, you that, know, sounded like a, that sounded like the sort of comment I'd make, Andy, you've turned into a woman. But yeah. basically, we say, we want to have something on our arms. That's what we always say. I'd like to have something on my arms.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. next thing you'll be bringing out a mclaren blanket in a flask so you can have your uh-huh. suit and your do you one. know
1: what if they made a mclaren blanket i'd buy one i've got a jensen button blanket downstairs that my stepmom had made for me uh it's a big picture of me and jensen on the front of it i would buy a mclaren blanket i would buy a mclaren towel i would buy lots of things but they don't make them so can i transgress into my next point I love the fact that we've got nice, we've got nice t-shirts now. We've got nice hoodies. They're great. Where's all the other stuff? Where's the McLaren teddy bear? Where's all the really nice sports bags I used to buy? Where's all the other merch, the accessories, the other stuff? I know people want it. I see them tweeting about it. But since we've gone to Fuel for Fans, we don't seem to have expanded that range.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think... I think it's just a very basic sort of accessories range, isn't it? Um, we'll, yep. see. we'll see. Um, hopefully we'll get some soon, maybe this year. I mean, the only move to Fuel for Fans, was it last year or the year before? Mm, so, I think it
1: was the year before.
0: Yeah. yeah. So, um, And and from my knowledge, when we moved to Fuel for Fans, it was very much a last minute thing that happened. So the first yeah. year, you kind of like, well, it's fair enough. But yeah, um, but yeah, let's hope that we, we get some of the you know some extra stuff and things like that. And uh, um, obviously, we've got some more partners on board that might bring in some lifestyle stuff. I think we have Toomey, who make luggage and stuff like that. So yep. maybe we'll get some something there. And please, please make it stuff that's affordable for people. We don't want to pay nine hundred quid for for luggage to go to a race because we can go to three races for that much money. We're not yeah. going to buy a
1: flight suitcase for that. So, do you yeah. know one of the one of the best bits of merch I ever got was a a holdall, a gym bag that came yeah. with my team McLaren pack. Um, yeah. I'm still using that now. How how many years ago was that? Seven eight. So yeah. it shows you, it shows you the stuff we liked and and that we keep on using, you know? So, uh, so yeah, it's, um, it's one of those things. And I must also touch on some feedback. We've seen a lot of comments of, um, from, from ladies about female clothes, female sizing. Um, not everybody wants to wear, um, a man's t-shirt. I'd like to have something that's cut maybe more for the shape of hips and boobs. So, uh, so, yeah, just, just putting that out there as well. We, we'd like yeah. to see a bit more I, of women's I clothing.
0: Just, I think what we... You know, I've, I've spoke to um, a few other women. They've they came back with something similar as well. Uh, certainly, they don't want to buy a man's T-shirt. In some cases, it's too big or it's too small. But it's not... Like you say, it's not the right fit. But what they also don't want is... Um, then the sort of the women's wear is nice to get some women's specific wear, but they want things like the Danny Ricardo shirt that's, you know, in a woman's size. So, yep. like the day shirt that came out earlier on, it was just a man's t shirt, right? But it's really long. It's, yeah, it's, yeah.
1: Yep.
0: While it fits, it's not the right fit. And it seems like they're missing an opportunity there because. Uh, you know, Lando and Dan are going to bring a lot of female fans to the team. And we should yeah. accommodate them. We should be accommodating them with the merch. We will sell more. Um, certainly, it's not something that um, is a new thing. I've seen to, you know, I've talked to you a few times about it over the years. And it's definitely stuff that we've fed back to McLaren a few times about that. Yep. It, it would be just nice if they actually, you know, even if there's a few different styles that they put some out there. So they give, you know, the females the choice to buy the right sizes for them.
1: And, and do you know what, Andy, if there's a reason why they can't do it, um I wish when we gave that feedback and filled out those questionnaires and sent it back, they'd, they'd just say to us why. Um, yeah. And if the answer is the company we use don't don't do that kind of stuff, uh, they can't easily source that. We get more men's t-shirts than we do ladies. If you know, then then tell us that. But um, don't ask for the feedback every year and then and then just ignore it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, it's,
0: it's, yeah. It's a good point. Um, anything else to say on the women's sizing and stuff like that? Because I've got one last point on team kit, but.
1: Um... No, nothing else on women's sizing.
0: Yeah. Uh, so um, I know there's something that you want to kind of chat about just after this, but one of the things that's also missing from the team kit is the trainers. Where are my Puma yes. trainers, man? I still want some oh. of the trainers. They look great. Um, I managed to get some of the On trainers from a few years ago, but I've worn yep. them out. <laughs> And they don't do the the orange ones anymore, so I'm like a bit stuck. So, yeah, so McLaren, I need some new trainers. Um, Yes, I buy just as
1: many trainers as I do everything else. Um, Yep, yep. We we need to have those trainers, because when we can travel and we can go to a race, Andy wants to be a full kit, you know what, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Begins with a W, rhymes with anchor. Thank you very much. (laughs) Like all those Ferrari fans we see, head to toe in the whole ah, kit. And yeah. Andy needs his trainers too. I'm not going to wear red trousers. Anyway. <laughs>
0: um, yeah, so uh, I believe you're one of the lucky recipients or first recipients of the McLaren 2020 yearbook.
1: I am indeed. I am indeed. I have it in my hands. And obviously, as this is an audio podcast, This will mean nothing to anyone, Um, but I do have the book in my hand. First thing I'd say is it's bigger than I expected. Um, I thought it was going to be about half the size it was, and I was quite impressed when it dropped through the door because its I guess that's bigger than A4 size. Um, It's a softback cover book. It's really nice to flick through um, and and look at all the pictures. Um, Loads of pictures of the team, lots of different pictures from the races, uh covers all sorts of things in here, like the uh the indie car efforts as well uh travel to every race but there's a there 's a particularly good page in here that I will draw everyone 's attention to fans like no other pages seventy six and seventy seven here on the bottom left, you can see the back of my head a bit embarrassing really they 've used one of the fan fest photos. Uh, And I'm sat, and you can see the back of my head. They've also used a photo I took of uh, our friends Andy Webb and Simon Brooks wearing Carlos and Lando masks, um, which has been used in here as well. But but what I really like about this page is it's just great to see pictures of all the fans and our efforts we made for the fans' home fest. So, yeah, pages 76 and 77, people give it a look. And I think it's really.
0: Don't forget, there's not just fans on there, there's dog fans on there as well
1: dog fans as well yes sorry i forgot to mention fraggle the mclaren doggo as well yeah but yeah really really nice book and i think it's a very nice coffee table book that you'll pick up and read a bit and put down again um so yeah fully recommend everyone getting the mclaren yearbook for 2020
0: yeah very nice it is indeed um yeah i look forward to reading that when my copy arrives so uh The last thing on the agenda for this uh, podcast is let's talk about Dan's helmet. Um, Oh, you you
1: made it sound kind of sinister when you said that, but yes.
0: (laughs) Yes. So, uh, yeah, there was a lot of excitement, let's just call it, yesterday for um, his new design. And uh, I think it looks really good. Um, I like the sort of minty colour that he's gone for. It's very distinctive, very standout um, and, you know, like these uh, designs that he's had for the last couple of years, it's very, it's very sort of expression of himself. What did you kind of think of it when you saw it?
1: Well, I thought to myself here is Daniel Ricardo, a man who was forced to have a helmet with a Red Bull logo that looked like a Red Bull helmet, that looked like everyone else's helmet for all the years he was there and the moment the moment he's left and he's escaped their clutches, he's decided to express himself. So I expected another unique design from him, um, and I think this one's really good. I like the all good always. I like his explanation of that as well. If you've seen the video of him talking about the helmet, so I like what he's doing there. It's all good for everybody, wherever they come from, whatever background. Uh, so yeah, I like it. I like the fact he's got some papaya on there as well. Um, the number three on the sides in quite a nice font. I like I like that sort of typeface. So yeah, I think it's very Dan. Um, yeah, it suits his personality. Like it yeah. a lot.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm hoping that they'll uh, make a half scale of it this year, and uh, that'll be available to buy. I guess that'd be quite cool. Um, but yeah, it's 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 very good. I'm quite impressed by that. I was one of the things I was quite excited. I wouldn't be surprised if we see uh, a McLaren T-shirt, hopefully with women's sizing, um, <laughs> along that sort of uh, design at some point. Yes, I think that would work really well. You could have that um, the, the top of the helmet design on the back of the T-shirt, the number three on there, um, and so far. Did, ask, you, did should... you
1: say on the on the back of the T-shirt, Andy? Yeah. Yeah, and that, that brings me to something that bugs the crap out of me that I am going to mention, which is why, at the moment, is it so cool to have everything on the back of a T-shirt and nothing on the front? If I buy a T-shirt, I want the design on the front so everybody can see it. I don't want to buy a, something that looks like a black T-shirt and then it's covered up. So uh, put it on old the front. Sarah. We're getting old, I Sarah, that's what it is.
0: is. We're not, but, but still. Down with the kids and that
1: i feared as much i did fear it was about not being down with the kids but still i like my designs on the front put them on the front One person at a time.
0: <laughs> yeah well let's see what happens let's see oh right, you could always wear them back to front
1: um <clears throat> maybe easier for you than me but i have two reasons why that wouldn't fit so well
0: yeah <laughs> so it's it's a family podcast and
1: let's just go from
0: there right so um Let's wrap it up for today. I hope uh, everyone's enjoyed listening. If you have, drop us a line on Twitter. Say hi. Let's know what you thought. Uh, We'll be back just after uh, F1 testing in Bahrain with the next episode. And then we're going to be, throughout the season, after every race weekend, we will have a podcast out. After that, we will have some more McLaren fans on uh, to discuss some races, and everything else as the season goes and hopefully a few little surprises on the way uh, thank you very much Sarah and I will speak to you again soon and thanks to everybody out there for listening again stay safe